Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. It is Tennessee Bama week. And this is, yeah, this is going to be fun. Uh, big, big game at uh, Bryant Denny this evening. So, uh, or actually more like tonight, 8 o'clock start. Uh, with me is Meredith Cummings. And, and our Meredith, our other uh, co host, Andrew, is back, uh, as you say, in Vegas again. I know, right? he's in Vegas again. That guy has more fun. Yeah. You know, like he has more fun than uh, most people I know. We he miss does. him, though. Andrew, we can't wait to have you back in the box with us. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we do miss Andrew. Uh, and standing in for Andrew today is your daughter, Isabel. We're <laughs> glad to have Isabel here. Hi. <laughs> Isabel's usually in the box with us, but she is very quiet. Uh, it'll be interesting because Isabel's forte is not football, but you know what? There's a lot of people on campus that don't like football. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to hear her take. And uh, Yeah, this should be really fun, guys. She's a UA student and been involved in some things on campus, so she's here with us today. Yeah, that's great. And uh, good to have you, Isabel. And, you know, this, uh, this is a good week to talk about... Uh, uh, our hate of Tennessee, which I understand you're going to give us a little trouble about yeah, because of the anti-Tennessee hate she uh, will. portion of this. Yes, uh, I will, for sure. <laughs> good, good. Before we get to hate week, uh, well, we're already there. We're already past it <laughs> right, now. Right. But um, I, something that we didn't cat catch last week that I wanted to say was... Uh, we were talking about Penn State last week, and I was saying how they're sort of respected by me just because they are traditionally and historically a college football right, powerhouse. Right. Um, we neglected to mention that it was the 40th anniversary of the goal line stand oh, last yeah. week. And wow. I wow. wanted to say, kids, if you don't know what the goal line stand is, you need to go look it up because it's, in my mind, one of the biggest plays in Alabama football history. And yeah. also, um, when I worked at the Birmingham News, the um, photographer that took that original photo for the Birmingham News made me a print of it because this is pre-digital so we had to actually go develop another one but I have a really cool picture of that so I, I just you know we've ed we've educated the students on Rocky Block now yes. which we'll talk about more in a minute right and I felt like they also need to know if you don't know the goal line stand go look it up I know Mark is familiar with it oh yeah yeah I was there the uh, the were you, you there know, yeah the, oh, cool. the yeah I'm that old of course so. <laughs> well, I just but didn't the, know you were there that's a cool thing well to be you know there. and the other thing and, and we're on radio so we can't show the audience this, but, you know, there was that great Sports Illustrated cover of that goal line stand as well, which was really cool, and I have a copy of that. And uh, uh, But you're right. I d we let that pass. I didn't think about it. Yep. But that was, the, this the, This has been the 40th anniversary of that game. How incredible. It was a really you know? big deal, yeah. And who was it on that play? A couple of Bama linebackers. I think Barry Krause got knocked out. Or so, the one who, a couple of them jumped up, you know, to meet the, ten the, uh, the Penn State. Penn State. Uh, uh, I got Tennessee yeah, on my no, mind. You're thinking Rocky <laughs> right. Block. <laughs> the, yeah, the Penn State running back, and um, you know, but there's also, and I actually put it in my book here about that game in terms of uh, one of the guys uh, told, uh, you know, Penn State had already tried to run the ball on the goal line two or three times and hadn't gotten anywhere, and one of the Bama players basically went up to the quarterback, Penn State, and said, "You better pass <laughs> on, the line, on the fourth down." Well, they didn't pass. They ran again, and Bama won the game. And y'all can't see. But Mark's book is Miracle Moments in Alabama Crimson Tide Football History. So um, it's a great read. I would encourage anyone. It is one of those miracle moments, you know. Yeah, it's fantastic. it is. It is. It is. There's been quite a few of them in uh, Alabama history. But as I say in the
the book, there's also, you know, any good honest history also talks about the, the games that didn't work out so well. Yeah, you know? that's So true. Bama's had a few of those, too. We're going to uh, not talk about those. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I remember coming down from the press box in Auburn and being on the sideline for kick six the last eight minutes uh, of that game. And uh, that was harsh. not fun. That was Let's not fun. Let's just put it that way. That was really not fun. You know, that, that goal line stand reminds me, we talk on here a lot lately about defenses winning national championships historically, especially in the SEC. And I'm starting to wonder, Mark, I'm looking around the SEC thinking, you know, these offenses are becoming much better and more developed. And it's not the SEC of my youth, for sure. Um, it's just an interesting transformation to watch. I mean, you still got to have a good defense, but it's um, and it's not just the SEC. Actually, I'm seeing it in other places too. We can talk about that later. But uh, it's just changed a lot. You know, I, I can't imagine. I'm trying to imagine Tua on that team. Tua on that. Oh yeah, <laughs> Colin and Stanty. They wouldn't know what to think of it. No, 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 no. And I, uh, you know, the 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 idea of Bama scoring, you know, averaging 45 points a game. Oh sure. Be no, of, it would be like six to nine, or you yeah. know. 14. It'd be some low scoring. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Although I remember there was one, um, there was a team, the 73 team, which actually was right before I came to college here, so I'm not quite that old, but I think 73 team went undefeated and and lost to uh, Notre Dame in the Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. But uh, but they did average a lot of points. That was so unusual for Bama's uh-huh. offense. That was one of the, that was a wishbone team and they were running all over people, I think, here in Birmingham. They beat California, they used to play those games in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Uh, they big games yeah. in Birmingham, but they played Cal, California, and beat them like 66 to nothing. There were those kinds <laughs> of games that year. Uh, so anyway, but that's the only team I can think of that in terms of uh, anything, uh, recent and that wasn't recent. That was at seventy three. Uh, wow. That just had that such a high scoring. <laughs> Isn't that just like wow? Not quite recent. That's like uh, yeah. That's like when I was in college in the seventies. I'd look back at the people there in the thirties and forties like that. Mm-hmm. Yep, now yep. I'm that old. I have know. an uncle that was here then for those back to back championships that y'all had um, in the seventies. What yeah. great times, you know? Yeah, that was cool. It was. I got to call Mark out. Y'all can't see him, but he's wearing what I would have to describe, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, as uh-huh. LSU purple. Yeah, uh, sort I of. Mean, I know, I know. What well, is all that? Uh, <laughs> I'm just, you know, just that rat poison for LSU. I want them just to, <laughs> to have that saving rat poison I mean, all along it's before they get here. It's a lovely gingham pattern. I'm uh-huh. the color commentator. Uh-huh. But it's um, it's definitely LSU purple. It's a little bit startling. Well, that's true. Sorry about that. It's okay. I just, you know, it's fine. And, uh, I'll got, recover. got my mind on that. Game. That's games. That's talking about big games. That's coming up I'll before some, long, you know, what, November somehow, 5th. I'll somehow find a way to recover. <laughs> uh, I wanted to mention, too, uh, this university put this out a while back, I guess toward the beginning of the semester, but remember them saying that Roll Tide is now the most popular college hashtag on Instagram, period. Of oh, really? All colleges. Roll, you know, hashtag Roll Tide. Wow. Um, that's I, great. I, that, that's interesting, isn't it? Like, I hadn't thought about it. Yeah. You, yeah. There are bigger schools with more alumni, so it's yeah. interesting. We just must be louder. I guess so. I <laughs> or guess more on so. Instagram. I'm not uh, sure uh, what that says. I think about. half of that's probably you. <laughs> half of that probably is me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many times I've signed. Y'all might. Do, I wonder how many times I've signed off emails. Roll Tide. I mean, yeah. I, mm-hmm. more than I can count. You know, probably to people who had no idea what it is. By the way, you know. Yeah, and. We, 
Yeah. I find if I'm in the middle of a game and it's a heated situation and I don't want to take the time to hashtag Roll Tide, I'll do the RTR, which a lot yeah. of people oh, yeah. do. You know, yeah. just RTR. And it direct you, the hashtags directly correlate to my mood at the moment. You know, if, I, if I'm a little more relaxed, I'm going to be doing Roll Tide and SEC and Brian Denny and all these things. Right. And if I'm not, then it's going to be a really quick RTR yeah. and out because I want to go back to watching the game or whatever's yeah. happening. Whatever's happening. Although I'm, I'm a little worried. You know, you and I are journalists, and I'm a little worried about our journalistic standards here because Tom really, Tom Ehrenberg, our guest last yes. week, really showed us up. He doesn't do Roll Tide, you know. He's I like, know. and I've certainly bought into the Homerism. I mean, I'm oh, been me all too. the way. I think I mean, my journalistic just, standards when it comes to this have just gone out the way. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think we're allowed though yeah. in Bama. I wear I think my hands too. I think we're allowed. Yeah, I don't see any problem with that. So. I think you know that's um, interesting because I've jumped over to being a, a college professor and instructor, excuse me, and I do find myself straddling a weird line a lot about what I can and can't advocate and what I can and can't do because yeah. I'm also a freelance journalist. Um, right. But when, I don't cover sports. So that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So anymore, I did a long time ago, but I don't cover sports anymore. Right. So that's my out. And I take it and I proudly wear my crimson yeah. paraphernalia. Well, me too. Like that book, you know, I'm totally a homer on it. I'm not... Mm-hmm. It, I, I feel like it's good journalism. It's got, got a lot of good history in it. I actually found things that were wrong in earlier books. I won't say which ones, but... People about Bama, particularly in early Bama football history, they keep regurgitating in other books wrong information because you can tell they didn't go back and to the original primary sources and, and find, figure, it. And, find mm-hmm. it. and I tried to do that. I'm not perfect. Don't get me wrong. I probably got something wrong in there. But what I tried to do was check things out. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're in fact, I, there's one example I do want to talk about in the next segment from that book that was just about a major thing involving Bama football history that I was kind of shocked that got wrong. Uh, it was ah. about this guy, Bill Little, who's really the founder of Alabama football, and people had a lot of wrong details about him. But we're coming up on our break here, so let's uh, let's take a short break, and we're going to be right back here in the Skybox. You're listening to 90.7, the Capstone. Hi, this is Eli Gold, the voice of the Crimson Tide, and I love 90.7, the capstone. Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone, and we're in the middle of, no, at the end of Tennessee Week, um, here with co- my co-host Mark Mayfield and our guest Isabel Hope. Mark, you were just about to tell us something about Bill Little. Well, yeah, you know, he founded Alabama football. He he was this guy who was at, a, he had from Livingston, Alabama originally, but he was at a prep school in, uh, in New England, and the reason I say just New England generally is that some of the history about him got him at the wrong prep school in another state. He was actually in prep school in uh, Massachusetts. Some people have him at a prep school in uh, New Hampshire. Uh, they said it was a prep school for Yale, which is true, but, and I guess that's why uh, they thought it was, you know, like in, uh, uh, you know, kind of getting it closer to Yale, uh, perhaps, <laughs> uh, because Harvard being in Massachusetts, it wasn't a prep school, but it, it was this prep school called Phillips Exeter Academy. Uh-huh. And um, it's a really, and it's still a very renowned school. It is. And uh, he was there, and then so part of the story said, well, he came. Why did he come back? He was going to go to Yale, right? That's what they said. But they, uh, but but he came back after school and went to college here. So I think people must have just kind of made up an explanation.
explanation as to why he returned to Alabama instead of going to Yale. And what year are we talking? Ish. 1892. Okay. So he was. Uh, so he comes back to Alabama, and people said, "Well, he came back." One one uh, book said he came back to Alabama because his brother died, and he had to help his mother, and that's why he came to school here. Another book said he came back to Alabama because his father died, and he again had to step in and help his family. <laughs> Neither of those He's things were somebody true. died. <laughs> his father was dead long before that when he was a toddler. Oh. And his brother, uh, his death was greatly exaggerated. He didn't die for many years later, you know, that, uh, oh. that he was certainly living when Bill Little was here. So I looked into that in the book, and there are just little things, but this guy sort of founded uh, Bama football. And uh, so some great stories from back then. And then the first coach of Bama football was this guy who was the editor of the student newspaper at Penn. Really? And yeah, because Penn had, and several players ended up from Bama with experience at Penn who had been here, who transferred here. But anyway, they, or helped coach here actually. And then, but uh, you know, and, and so uh, anyway, he came from Penn. So there's that sort of history here as well. And he was a student newspaper editor, which of course, you know, I found really cool, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of thing. So anyway, lots of great stories about Bama So football. when you say he's the sort of father of Alvin football, you mean like he, he handpicked the team and- He really did. Out. He was, cool. he had, you know, he had played some and that was the, uh, uh, no, a lot of these players had never even seen a football game who actually played in the first Bama football game. That was like the first game they had ever even seen. You know, he comes back, <laughs> he wants to start the team. That would be like putting Isabel into the game. Yeah. Like, he, he, <laughs> yeah they, some of them had never even seen it. Two or three of them had played, you know, including Little um, had played. But the uh, most of those players on that first team, I think, I'd have to look back at my book, I think there were 18 of them. Um, you know, they. this was a very novice group about football. Wow. And, um, you know, so they brought in other people from outside to help train them and all that. And uh, so the first game they played in Birmingham was the first game that they played in in Birmingham for, for most of those guys was the first game they'd ever even seen. I can't imagine. But it'd be like handing me, uh, I don't know, putting me in the middle of a polo game and saying, Meredith, go play polo. I've never seen a, a match. Excuse me. At least I know yeah. to call it a match. That's something. <laughs> but I've never seen a polo match. It would be kind of... The same thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, really well, crazy stuff. The so, question uh, remains, you know. how did Bill feel about Tennessee? Well. <laughs> Tennessee didn't have a team yet. <laughs> no, but, you know, Bama and Tennessee got started playing early on. In fact, I think the game tonight's their 102nd meeting or something. I mean, Alabama's played Tennessee many more times, I believe, than Auburn. So, uh, Because, remember, there was that hiatus in the Auburn schedule yep. Yep. from 19, uh, whenever, 48. Well, not when was it? 19... It's in the book, but it was like a 40-year hiatus between when they just were arguing with each other, and finally the state legislature literally made them come back together and play. They they resumed the series in 1948 after several decades of not playing each other, but Bama was playing Tennessee all along, so they've had this long history. One of those games, uh, you know, the, the... uh, the, fan, the one of the Tennessee Bama games, the fan ran the refs off the field at the end of the game. That was Tennessee <laughs> doing that, uh, that kind of thing. So lots of lots of history. It's been one crazy-eyed fan. Yeah, yeah. And the Crimson Tide itself comes from that uh, a Tennessee game that they were playing in the mud and. Uh, is it the, the mud? Uh, I thought it was the snow. Is it the mud? No, it's the mud. Oh, okay. And it was rainy, and they played, and, uh, you know, the Swarming somebody, a sports writer, described it as a 
as a sort of a out in the mud, a crimson tide overwhelming Tennessee or whatever. Um, but I don't. It's a great description. I mean, it really is a good description. Yeah. It still it still works. We still yeah. use it. <laughs> up, up until that, they were the thin red line. Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of their thing. Although crimson the, tide is much more. It's so uh, much better. My goodness. Oh yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Were, you know, that was it was pretty cool the way these names come about. I'm so. glad you said that because Isabel, the, the non-football person, is always asking me how did how did people come up with that? Or you know, like we do with the confusing thing. Where you, you call it the Crimson Tide, but we have Big Al as our mascot, and that's confusing to everybody. Right. Um, you know, I have students ask me a lot, because I, I tend to, instead of saying Tennessee, I'll say, oh, I'm really excited about the third Saturday in October. And I've had students say to me, I don't get that. Now, this year it is the third Saturday in October, but right. I know until I think it was 92, it was always the third Saturday in October. And then in um, 92... Uh, the you know the conference split into east and west. I think it was ninety two. I could right. be wrong. Just check that. But um, conference split and and then since then I think it's only been played maybe six or se- maybe six times. I something like that mm-hmm. um, um, on the actual third Saturday. And this is one of them. And I know I'm excited about that night game. I know you and Andrew are excited. <laughs> Andrew's not <laughs> yeah. here, but let me speak for him. Right, He's excited right. about the night game. <laughs> um, and I like a good. Especially when I'm at home, <laughs> yeah. like a good. I don't mind it being so late if I'm yeah. at home. You know? No, this one should be fun because you know I think Bama's. Gonna, I think we all agree Bama's going to win this game. Uh, could upsets do happen? I know. Uh, but I think the the but the night games I remember I kind of got a you know some of the late night games like this eight o'clock start I recall the remember in 2011 the Bama the Bama LSU game here at night and LSU won at nine to six or something uh, and I remember walking out of that stadium at midnight or Exhausting. whatever just, and just oh just a horrible feeling and then that night they lost to Ole Miss here with all the oh, craziness that went on the field you know where I was and, when that happened I was in Disney World and I was at Epcot and I sat there in Disney World with my phone watching that game as they were closing down Disney World, I think, and I was just, I would have been in tears on a puddle on the floor, except that I was in Disney World, which made it just slightly, only yeah. slightly better. I wish I had been in Disney World. <laughs> I mean, they were closing I, I, and it was night, but still I remember thinking, well, there were, I could be <laughs> there at the game, yeah. you know, like at least I'm in Disney World. I lo- One of my favorite things about Tennessee Week is um, the things that circulate about the last time Tennessee beat Alabama, you know, the last yeah. time Tennessee beat Alabama. <laughs> well, here's one for you. The last time Alabama, um, Tennessee beat Alabama. The following items did not exist. Here's just a few. Snapchat, mm-hmm. Instagram, uh, Google Chrome, GPS, and phones. Wow. Uber. Wow. Airbnb. Um, and that. Now, how long has it been? What, 12 years? 12 years. Bama's beat them 12 years in a row. So this will be the 13th straight victory So you can tonight. add to that any 12-year-old child. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who's and it's 12. Like, it's like it's over 4,000 days. People count the days even. I don't know what it's up to, but I know it's over 4,000 days. There is a Twitter feed that uh, simply does that. That's all it does is it counts the days since um, – I'll go look for it to give everybody the handle. But it really just yeah. sort of counts the days since Alabama's – or excuse me, since Tennessee has beat Alabama. Well, I, I think for people uh, who, you know, Isabel, for like young people who have only known Bama winning this game over the last 12 years or so, the, uh, you know, they forget how really obnoxious the Tennessee fans are when they're winning. <laughs> like yes. us, like we I, are now. <laughs> I've only ever seen Alabama be extremely obnoxious about winning. No, I know. <laughs> so, I know. All right, here we go. It's been... I um, know. <laughs> 4,746. Oh, no, so that's it's... not right. That's an old, excuse me, this is an old tweet. So it's been 
46. We're on Saturday, right? I'm trying to see yeah. what day this was. 7, 8, 9, 10. So like something like 4,750 days, something well, close to that. So it's after the night's win, it's going to go to five, over 5,000 by next year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty confident about this game. I've got, I'd have some serious crowding <laughs> here if, uh, if Bama gets upset in this game. So... Well, not, just we'll a little see. history of, like, Tennessee hate week in our house. Um, my mom's family's from Tennessee, and my beloved past grandparents were from Tennessee. And I, I grew up very much in the middle of that. Well, not uh, very much on the Bama side, because my dad, my brother, my uncle all went to Tennessee. Or, excuse me, all went to Alabama. But I, so hate week has been a very big thing for me, um, especially when I came back here 11 years ago. And I started, um, after I was at the Tuscaloosa News, when I started teaching, it just became a very big thing because because I get to preface it with, y'all my mama and them. And you have to say mama and <laughs> mama them. them. My yeah. mama and them are from Tennessee. <laughs> so I get to say all this. So I've been very just spewing venom for years on social media during Tennessee Week. And funny venom. And yeah. I always preface oh, yeah. it with, you it's guys, I'm good, just messing good, with you. Right, good yes. humor. And I don't yeah. dish it out if I can't take it. So I'm fine getting it back. Right. However, my sweet child um, has a whole different take. And she gets really upset with me. She's mm-hmm. really So I have... Tamped it down a little bit this year. Yeah. What do you think about yeah. Tennessee Hate Week is atrocious. <laughs> it is it is so gross in my opinion. I just I get that they also hate us and it's like a back and forth. I don't think we should have a week dedicated to hating anybody. I think they want their school to win just as much as we want our school to win. I think that um the players on Tennessee worked very hard to get there and have to keep up with their academics on top of school, just like our players do. And when Alabama fans dedicate their entire social media feeds to being very poor lose, poor winners, then that I don't I don't think that makes us look good if they ever were to beat us. Yeah. yeah so this is also oh. the kid who, as long as I can remember watching football um, with her, she will. Even when she was really little, you know, I'm Alabama all the time, and she'll be like, what, what was it used to say? I'm trying to remember. It was like, everybody's doing their best. Or okay. <laughs> everybody's doing their best. It's not about who wins it's or about who loses. It's about playing the game. And it also should be – it should be – you know, okay to have a tie in football. That's one of my other opinions. Oh, and the Baylor Dover overtime last week, she was uh, having a little come apart about this. Like, why oh, can't we okay. just have a tie? You know, there, when there was... used to be ties before uh, playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just think it's about playing the game, and I don't know why people lose their minds over winning or losing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Isabel, you're coming in here and giving us some actually real ethical perspective here. I know. <laughs> and I'm... I don't know if we can handle it. You know, it's just we love Tennessee Hate Week so cyber much. Cyberbullying Tennessee fans. Yeah. So this is. Uh, you're, you're the voice of reason. There's no question about this. You're totally shaming us. Well, it's uh, gotten to me. Like which I said, is good. This it, is good. It's gotten to me over the last few years. Now I'm a little more careful um, about that. I did have one friend a while back, a few years ago, uh, from college, unfriend me on in, you know on social media because I was doing the kind of hate week thing toward Mississippi State. And um, I just think... You know, for most of us that live in in Tuscaloosa, it's all fun and it's all fun. I it's mean, all I, fun. I I don't have a hateful heart. See, I'm, yeah. I don't hate these people. I understand that they're athletes, and I think too, being a professor and having some of the football players in my classes, 
I have more sympathy and empathy than ever because I see just how difficult the struggle is for them. Um, I think we should change it to Tennessee Tolerance Week. There we go. Okay. <laughs> all right. Tennessee Tolerance Week. Tennessee Tolerance Week. Make sure that we're all T-T-W. being accepting of one another. T-T-W. Yeah. All right, Isabel, you need that's, to make some social right, media I, cards and buttons. And I think that's really good. Tennessee Tolerance Week. I, I got a feeling, too. Let me ask you, Isabel. I bet that you're not a fan of Rammer Jammer chant after the game either. No. Nope. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> No, not a fan thought, of any of the of the mean spirited chants you know, that happen at the I, end. I, I got to tell you, I agree with that one. I'm I'm like, you know, they didn't do that when I was in school here. I mean, uh, you mm-hmm. know, and so it was. Uh, that was new when I came back here. I mean, I had come back to games various times too, so I didn't. I, I knew about it and all that, but that really came up. Uh, that's more recent. It's it's not recent now, but it is. It, you know, it's it's not been around for that long. That chant and uh, no. but everybody gets into it and uh, uh, the band rolls with it. The university certainly sponsors it with having the band play it and all that. But yeah, I've always been a little uncomfortable about that, especially when we've been outplayed. The few games that happen when oh. we've been outplayed and we still win and it's we like, say we, we really beat be the you know what out of yeah. somebody. <laughs> I'm like that's maybe just let slide on those at those times. Well, you, you know, know, when I was here uh, in college, I remember Ramadan was a big thing for us, and history repeats itself, Mark, because um, Savannah Bullard, who was our guest, and some of the other students we've had as our guests, uh, their sort of mantle they have taken up was with Dixieland Delight, which oh, wasn't, yeah, was, yeah. wasn't here right, when either was, one of us right, were in school. Right. Um, but when I was here, Ramadan was a big thing, and I remember um, Mal Moore, I believe, was our athletic director then, maybe. Yeah, it was Mal Moore. Uh-huh. Um, it was banned after the NCAA time. Rule went into effect. Oh, really? We couldn't see really? the jammer for a good year and a half, and the band couldn't play it. We sang it anyway, but the band couldn't play it. Um, so, yeah, things things change over time for sure. Yeah. Well, it's about time for a break, so we're going to take a quick break in the Skybox, and we'll be back in just a few. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. This is Mayor Walt Maddox, and you're listening to Skybox on 90.7 FM with Mark, Andrew, and Meredith. Welcome back to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We've been talking about Bama Tennessee Week. Uh, Isabel, I didn't say Tennessee Hate Week, although I just said it, didn't I? Sorry. Tennessee Tolerance Week. Oh, yeah, Tennessee Tolerance Week. Now, Isabel has renamed this entire week. So let's all make uh, you know. Let's all make this go viral out there. Tennessee <laughs> Tolerance Week, which is uh, pretty good, pretty good, nicer, right? A little yes. bit nicer. So Hope it sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll roll with that. Um, hey, we do have a lot of big games around today, uh, and so let's just start with a few picks. If y'all want to do this, and Isabel, join us uh, on on the picks this week. So. Yes. Uh, we're going to start with, uh, you know, Florida at South Carolina. Both uh, South Carolina had a big win over Georgia last week, and Florida had a tough loss to LSU. So this actually should be an interesting game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I love SEC. You know, all SEC games are always fun. I'm going to pick Florida in this because even though – um, well, we'll talk about LSU in a minute, but I, I thought Florida was, t- despite the score at the LSU game, I thought that they were their defense was pretty mm-hmm. solid last week. So mm-hmm. um, I'm sticking with Florida, despite the fact Flor- uh, excuse me, despite the fact South Carolina beat Georgia, which is a whole ball of wax right there. That yeah, uh, that's, that's, I have thoughts on Georgia, and we can get to those. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> deflating those for all Bulldog fans um, out there. 
Yeah, who is Georgia playing? Oh, Kentucky. They're playing Kentucky. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about Georgia in a minute. But I'm definitely sticking with Florida. I think they can do this, even though it's at South Carolina. I still feel like they can. the Gators can get it done. Yeah. Isabel, who you got? Isabel, this is going to be entertaining for me because I know she doesn't really do football, so I'm, I'm very excited. I'm picking South Carolina because I even I was really invested in their game last week, watching them um, That's true. annihilate Georgia at the very end. And, um, I love I, hearing that. Yeah. yeah, and I also used to live there, and I just like South Carolina, so I'm picking that. You know, you're reminding okay. me that when we were watching the game, I had this moment where I got really excited because I think that is one of the first few times I've ever seen her get into football. That Georgia South Carolina. I was like, don't change the channel. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what? This is great. My daughter likes football. Yeah, that's super. Well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, with Florida in this one uh, too, just because. But South Carolina, more power to them for that. Well, yeah, we'll talk about it here in a second, I guess, okay. when we talk about Georgia, but. Uh, uh, I was pulling for them, and uh, I'm amazed that they actually pulled that off. Uh, I think most people are. And Florida, you know, that game, you're right about it. That game was much closer, really, than the final score. Yeah, Florida was. goes down there, and their quarterback throws an interception late in that game. Had they gotten, and they were on the goal line, basically, or within the, I think, inside the 10-yard line. Had they gotten a score there, they tie the game up at that point. Uh, but LSU goes, but after that, you know, they throw the interception, LSU goes down the field and scores a touchdown. So I, that was like a you know fourteen point swing really because Florida was driving, their offense was moving. That game is much closer than the final score. Mm-hmm. Florida's a good team. And that South Carolina, um, I you know anytime anytime a game comes down to those kicks, I think everybody feels bad for the the, the players and students. I remember their students too um, having to to. You know the whole game resting on them. Although that's what they train for, they're they're ready for that situation. Yeah. You would think, not necessarily in this case. <laughs> right. In theory, they're ready for it. All right. What's next? We got Clemson at Louisville. Yeah. Oh well, this is a slam dunk. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to come through once again. <laughs> uh, I I like. Yeah. I, he, he's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She does like yes. Trevor Lawrence. I want to cut his hair. Um, <laughs> I'm just being honest. And right. I have. Let me just. I have nothing against like uh, guys with longer hair, but I just. I don't. It's just. I think he'd look better with another cut. That is all. Uh-huh. Um, not that anybody asked. I shouldn't be commenting on someone's appearance. That's not terribly uh, appropriate. But um, I'm definitely sticking with Clemson. This. I actually feel a little bit bad for Louisville in this case. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Clemson, too. Louisville's gotten a little better, I think, as the years progress, yeah. as the seasons progress. Uh, but uh, Clemson, I think, you know, they were just kind of messing around. Barely Remember, they barely beat uh, North Carolina when North Carolina went for two at the end to win it all instead of kicking an extra point to go to overtime. Uh, but then last week they came back and just blasted somebody. You know, they're going to – They're. I think they – I think Trevor Lawrence and that offense is – rolling again and they shouldn't have any trouble uh, with Louisville. No. Uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, Purdue at Iowa and I to this second don't know who I'm picking in this game. So <laughs> y'all pick first. <laughs> uh, well let's let Isabel go. I'm really curious how she's going to figure this one out. I, what do you think? Um, so I'm getting creative here with my pick decisions. Um, I'm picking Iowa because I am very interested in politics and it's the first primary state. <laughs> that okay, gets to vote. There we go. That's a different so, way to pick. I think right. their enthusiasm about democracy which should lead them into <laughs> playing very good football. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's as good a reason as any. Good. I got to tell you, I went with the Vegas on this one. You know, just with the Vegas odds on this one, I picked Iowa. Yeah. Um, they're predicted to win, cover the spread, and go over. I mean, yeah. it's, I, I got to... 
I'm trying to remember who Purdue played last week, and I can't remember. But um, yeah, I'm yeah, sticking they, with Iowa. For I this think one. Purdue won last week. They, uh, but Purdue's offense got is pretty good. Iowa was, I think, unbeaten up until they played Michigan a week or two ago. Yeah. And lost. Um, but I'm going to go with Purdue here. I'm, I'm kind of looking for an upset, so I'm going to I'm going to oh, go out on a limb and go Purdue here. Nice. And we'll see. Uh, how that works, because I think Purdue may have found their offense finally. Uh, they used to be a really good offensive team. Iowa's a pretty boring team offensively, but they're they're always good defense. They play well at home. Um, so, you know, probably the I should go with Iowa, but I'm going to go with Purdue. <laughs> <Not so. There laughs> While you're taking your fearless pick of the day, yeah, or at least yeah, your first fearless pick right. of the day, I'm going to take a moment to just mention that I did win the picks last week because that's my first time you this did. year. I'm pretty proud of that. You did. You, t- you, tie, you and I are tied for second place on our big board I now. Know. And we both picked up a couple of games on the leader, George Brown, uh, our, uh, uh, our correspondent, <laughs> our, our bureau <laughs> chief up in uh, Minneapolis. Golden Gophers. Yeah, I was <laughs> proud that I leapfrogged over you and Andrew. Only you because of the last name. We ha- Because my last name starts with a C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. still, I was. I, I had a good week last week. I really did. I, yeah, picked, I picked a bunch of games that I don't think were on our board. I think I went... You had a good 21 run. and four or yeah, something. Yeah, that's a, you had a really that, good week. Probably the best week anybody's had. Well, that's going to fall total, apart. Just stay games. tuned. <laughs> we shall see. Um, what's next? Uh, we got uh, Auburn at Arkansas. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Gus bus rolls into Fayetteville, I guess. I said a couple weeks ago, Auburn's the real deal, y'all. I, 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 they were gaining some steam, um, and then then they disappointed me slightly. And now, uh, but against Arkansas, I think they're fine. They're going to be Auburn's going to win this one. Um, Yeah, I'm picking Auburn, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I saw in my, you know how some social media, it must have been Facebook, has like memories. For some reason on this day, multiple years ago, I was rooting for Arkansas, and I can't imagine why. (laughs) I'm trying to remember, like, who were they playing then? I don't know. But this is not going to be one of those days. I'm not rooting for Arkansas. No, this is not a great uh, Arkansas football team. Uh, You know, Auburn uh, should win this one, I think, handily, even though it's at Arkansas. So I'm on the Gus bus this week and uh, heading heading with Auburn on this one. Uh, The next one, Iowa State. At Texas Tech, I don't really care at all about this game, but I think it's kind of a tough pick. Who you got? I have Iowa State. I notice uh, George has Texas Tech, I think. I yeah. This one's – I'm going to be honest. I don't know a lot about Texas Tech. I think – I think – yeah, I'm going to just stick with Iowa State. I cannot – I was very – it was very late when I was doing my picks. I'm trying now to remember my exact reasoning behind this, but I must have had one. Um, yeah. Maybe it will come back to me in a minute, but I'm going to go with Iowa State. Isabel, what about you? I, this should be fun. I, I said what I said about Iowa in the elections. I'm, sta- <laughs> I'm sticking with that enthusiasm All for right. democracy. <laughs> All right, there you go. So you're picking the big teams, first Iowa, now Iowa State. I'm going to go with Texas Tech, uh, you know, just because they're at home really. I think if this was at Iowa State, I would choose Iowa State. I don't really care who wins this game, uh, but uh, uh, I'll go with the Red Raiders, Texas Tech. So. I do think it'll probably be close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout yeah. of any kind for Blue. sure. You're right. 
Okay, so uh, 2.30, we've got uh, Oregon at Washington. Didn't you two mm. stop in Oregon on one of your trips? <laughs> we uh, did. One of your newsroom trips? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, this Well, it was actually not that trip. It was this summer. We stopped to check out the Duck Stadium. It was at night. There we go. Um, okay. Yeah, and uh, I like to say they're a little crazy up there. They're a lot like Bama fans. They're slightly rabid. So yeah. I'm going to stick with Oregon. Isabel, what about you? Um, I'm going with Oregon, too. Okay. Yeah, I'm going with Oregon. i got to go with the Ducks. I just Although, I think, you know, Washington, is a, this is a big game for the Pac-12. So it I'm, really I'm going to, yeah. I struggled about this one. Me, too. Yeah. It's a tough one. And I like, I've always liked both of those teams and both of those programs. So, uh, Isabel, maybe this is one that I wish could be a tie. But unfortunately, it will not end in a tie. Somebody's going to win this game, either in regulation or overtime. And uh, I think uh, I think the Ducks uh, are going to pull this one out. Well, look, let's take another short break, and we'll be right back with more picks. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. I'm Paul Feinbaum, my favorite station in the world, 90.7, The Capstone. Hi, welcome back to Skybox on 90.7, The Capstone. We are in the middle of our fearless picks for the day. Uh, we were just talking about tied games. Um, Isabel, who's in the studio with us today, wishes we could have tied games and Mark pointed out that that went away a while ago. It did, it did, probably <laughs> but you 20 know, years ago. Yeah, now. 20 years, yeah. and I remember tied games, but it's interesting to think about that the students now don't, um, students on campuses don't have never seen that. And uh, as much as it's nice to have a winner and a loser, sometimes, sometimes, and I think it's rare, there are games where I wish, you know, so much hard-fought stuff is happening on both sides, it right. would be nice to just, let's just call it a tie and go home. Right, <laughs> and right. then everybody can be happy, you know. Mm, or well, not. I, I wish the pollsters, you know, like, although now the polls don't matter as much, the, the college playoff committee polls the only one that really matters now, and that doesn't start till I think, uh, another few couple weeks. Mm -hmm. But uh, but I wish in, in games that are really close where the other team lost at the end in overtime, I, I wish the pollster would, would reward teams better who got so close. Sometimes they just drop them at that point. Yeah, I see like it was mean. just any, mm -hmm. like it could have been a blowout loss, and I don't think that's fair either. Well, and if you look at, since we're in the middle or at the end of Tennessee, Tennessee Tolerance Week, we're calling it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, yes. If you look at our overall, um, Alabama and Tennessee's overall record, I think we've tied eight games if I'm remembering right, and um, probably students look at that and think, when, when were their ties? You know, that's a yeah. weird thing to see. And it never really occurred to me until we got uh, Isabel in the studio. Yeah, I remember there was one game where Bama had to go for two to play for a tie. There's no way they could win uh -huh. at the game, and they did get it. And they, I think it was an eight-to-eight eight tie. And that's and in and of itself a victory. Yeah, and they won at the yeah. game. I don't know how tennis – I think that's – I can't remember what year it was, but I recall Bama having to go for two to actually get the tie which was still disappointing for both teams, you know. It's like uh, uh, in, in terms of a tie. But in that case, uh, there is, a, as Isabel uh, made a good argument, that it's, you know, if both teams 
played equally well. Yeah. Why not tie? And it's not a loss on the record. Yeah, sure. All right, we're in the middle of our picks. Ooh, I'm excited about this Me one. Me too. Uh, LSU <laughs> at Mississippi State. What you got? What yes. I am excited. Well, so I have friends at Mississippi State, so I'm sorry to those people. Right. <laughs> um, but I am picking LSU because I don't, so I don't know anything about football, which has been established. Um, <laughs> but even I know that LSU is just so good. And I not only think they're going to win this game, but I think they're going to beat Alabama as well when they come here. Oh, when, when snap. We play. That oh, is, that oh, is oh, that hurts. I'm, I'm with, hurts. I'm with LSU shady. this year That's as well. All right. I'm uh, trying to raise my kid right. Sometimes uh-huh. things don't go my way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know, good, um, I'm going with LSU all the way. I've been a Joe Burrow fan since week one. You have. I feel like... Uh, I mean, he he had an almost perfect game against a very good Florida he defense. He did. I mean, he really did. And so he did not disappoint last week. Now, I, I know I said he could win the Heisman in week that was back in week two. Um, I don't think that's happening now. I, I've changed my tune just this week on that one. But I do think he's just an incredible quarterback. And it's not just him. I mean, he's got a lot backing him up there as well. But um, LSU, no way Mississippi State wins this game. Yeah, LSU, I agree. LSU is going to go in there. And and uh, this one's not going to be close, nope. I don't think. Uh, but yeah, I'm, 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 you know, I've been, I've been hesitant about Joe Burrow, but you make a really good point. Last week, he faced a real test because that's a real mm-hmm. defense he mm-hmm. played and he did great. And, um, you know, he played really well, and uh, he's, it looks like he's the real deal. You know, know. he really does, and LSU's rolling. So Now, I said, we'll no way is Mississippi State going to win this game, although I, th- I think I probably would have said the same about South Carolina beating Georgia last week. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Things happen. You just never know. <clears throat> they do. Things happen. Um, all right, so your LSU shirt aside, maybe that's uh-huh. why you wore it today, because yeah, yeah. you're picking yeah. LSU. All right. right. We got Duke at Virginia next. Um I'm going yeah. Virginia. I don't think I st- in my yeah. head Duke still of basketball school, but um, <laughs> they're right. at home. They're in Virginia. Uh, also, I just think Virginia's not they're, yeah, bad. Yeah, they got a good team. Yeah, yeah. they're not great, yeah. but they're not awful. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go with Virginia too because because you did. <laughs> All right. That's what we're well, <laughs> just to be different, I'm going oh, with Duke. Uh, you know, I think Duke's got a good offense, um, and they've won a couple of big games or, or semi-big games. Uh, Virginia's also playing pretty well, and so. Uh, but I think Duke. Uh, hey, what can I say? I think they're going to outscore them, which is what you're supposed to do in football. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I'll go with Duke. We'll see. Uh, this next one is a really big game, even though it doesn't look like it. Temple at SMU. These two teams are playing what their SMU is in the top 25 now yeah and, and, and in fact both of them are in the coaches poll SMU is 19 and Temple's 25 in the coaches poll and SMU is 19 in the AP uh, Temple's not in uh, the not AP maybe. poll but they're close you know in terms of votes so um, these teams are having really good years, so this is a tough pick. Yeah, I don't think I would have seen that coming at all. If you'd yeah. asked me at the you know the end of last year, beginning of this year, who, Temple, SMU, I would yeah, have put them in the top twenty-five. I wouldn't have anywhere. either. It's crazy. Uh, I, who who am I picking? Hmm. I'm going to pick SMU in this game, but yeah. I mean they're higher ranked. Yeah, I'm going to stick with SMU. Yeah. Well, in you know SMU polls. is tied for the lead in the American West, and Temple's tied for the league in the American East. Tied for the lead It'll along with Cincinnati. Game. SMU and Tulane are tied for the lead in the West. Uh, so you know we'll we'll uh, we'll cater to the. Uh, 
American, uh, you know, the conference this week and this big game. This is a really big game for them, so it's fun, and I'm glad uh, glad they've got some national spotlight here. Uh, I guess they've got national spotlight. Mm-hmm. They got they got Skybox <laughs> spotlight. <laughs> now is SMU and Dallas? No, in Dallas, Dallas. Yeah. They're in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, so who are you going with? Who you? Oh, oh you, I, you're SMU, right? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going with SMU because I tend to trust polls. <laughs> and, yeah. There we go. And that's just kind that's of a really good reason, actually. I tend to trust polls. SMU and Dallas, um, and they're at home. That'll yeah. help them a lot for sure. I, I'm going with SMU only because they're home, right? They're they're that makes a difference. So because I think both teams are pretty even. So it's I'm, on ESPN I'm going too. SMU. So yeah, you can that's, flip around, that's really cool. channel flip on these all two thirty games. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who's next? Uh, one I don't care about, South Florida at Navy. Uh, I do care about Navy, you know, as our military. Uh, more yeah. more power to Navy. Uh, you know, go midshipmen. But uh, who who you got? I really wanted to pick South Florida. I used to live down there, and I have great uh, sort of allegiance to that region. But I don't think they're going to win, so I'm going with Navy this time. How about you? Yeah, I, I bet on the military every time, so I'm going with Navy. There we go. I'm with you. I'm going Navy, and uh, go Navy. I, I think they win this one. This next game, I'm excited about this one. Uh. Baylor at Oklahoma State. Um I mm-hmm. see that George Brown has picked Oklahoma State he tentatively. Has. Oh, oh, he did. Okay, I. No, but George has. Yeah. I'm going with Baylor. I first of all, that double that double overtime was just what a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that was good football. Uh, Baylor, you know, the Bears are starting to show some teeth. I feel like if they can get past this Oklahoma State game, I'm trying to remember who they got coming. Wait, I feel like they may have a harder schedule down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they got Oklahoma for sure. Well, Baylor, yeah. Oklahoma State has Oklahoma coming up for sure. But um, I guess Baylor plays them too this year. I just, I'm not sure. they're really gaining some momentum with me. And they're still, I think, 6-0, and aren't they? I feel like they, yeah. Yeah, Baylor, they yeah. yeah. So, I think they're unbeaten. Um, if they can stay that way <laughs> one more week. Um, I think they might get a bye week. I need to look at their schedule. I don't have it in front of me. But I am going with Baylor all the way. Yep. I definitely feel like they can do it. Yeah, Baylor's 18th in both polls, so pretty yeah. cool. Um, I'm I'm taking the other direction. Oh, okay. I'm um, right. I'm going with Oklahoma State just because um, Kristen Chenoweth is from Oklahoma. Okay, okay. Right. that's a solid enough I reason. I really want to just keep that part of myself going. That's solid. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I picked. Uh, I think I picked but, Oklahoma for the same reason early in the season. Yeah. <laughs> I remember picking Colorado just because I like the state. You yeah, know? Sure. why not? Mm-hmm. But in this case, I'm going with Baylor. Baylor because uh, yeah, I think they're playing really well. And uh, normally I'd pick Oklahoma State in this game. Any other given year, um, but uh, Baylor's got a good year going, and I, I think they stay undefeated. We'll see. I like that we don't overthink things here. Yeah, <laughs> I no, really do. I no, think there's some should, fun in that, you yeah. know? Don't overthink it. Yeah. Next up, we got Arizona State at Utah. I'm going Utah all the way. I think it was Lee Corso, who at the very beginning of the season picked Utah to go all the way. I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. I think they're very good. They're definitely better than Arizona State. But they're not as good as I thought they were going to be. You know what yeah. I mean? They're they're not as good as coming out of the gate I thought they might be. Yeah. I don't care, so I'm going to go with Utah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Utah is a beautiful state. We've been there. Yes, we love Utah. It's gorgeous. Yeah, the, the Utes. The Utes. What was the, the movie? My Cousin Benny. My Cousin Benny. The two Utes. The two Utes. Yep. The two. Uh, I'm going with the Utes, too. they got a great program. Uh, Meredith, you're right. I mean, they, they, they've not quite as uh, good a year as they normally have. But uh, but I'll never forget uh, when they beat Bama in the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> won't painful. forget that one. So uh, and I got some friends who have uh, children who go to Utah. So uh, oh. I'm going with the Utes and a uh, good program. Really Utah's good program. football stadium is um, 
We've been there a couple times. Is oh. uh, it's like <laughs> actually the this is this is just shady, and I'll acknowledge it right just right away. But the first time I saw it, I called it. I said, "Oh, it looks like a little dollhouse, Bryant Denny," because it is like red and white, <laughs> yeah. but it's like a little tiny version of. I mean, and, and that's kind of mean, but it's true. Like when you've seen Bryant Denny, you've seen that. But it's a lovely stadium and a beautiful school. It's just gorgeous. Yeah, that's great. Mm. Mm. Next up, we have oh, you know this one's killing me, Kentucky at Georgia. Yeah, yeah. I love my Wildcats, and they came through for me last week. That was beautiful. Yep. Really happy about that. But I don't think they can beat Georgia, so I have to stick with Georgia here. Plus, Georgia's going to be on a tear. I fear for oh, anyone. Yeah. God love them. You know, can't love Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to get just it's, uh, you eviscerated. Know, you know, our, REM is from Athens, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, I think their song, It's the End of the World, as we as know, know. <laughs> it's going to happen for <laughs> Kentucky. Because yeah. I think Georgia's going to kill them. No, it would uh, make me so happy if Kentucky goes in there and shows some pluck and grit to quote the Bama fight song and really gives them a run. That would be fun. I don't think it's going to happen, but that would be fun. Yeah, I'm going with Georgia just because Duh, you know, it's, it's very obvious to me that they're that they're gonna win. And they have yep. the bulldog. Yep. I yep. love Ugga. That bulldog. Yep. Oh my god, yep. he's so cute. Yep. <laughs> he is cute. All right, a big one in the uh, Big Ten: Michigan at Penn State. Oh. Uh, who y'all got? I'm, right. I'm picking Penn State because I have a friend there, and that's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's good enough reason. I'm picking Penn State. Although one quick note about Michigan and Maharbaugh, Maharbaugh boys, um, they are losing steam. Like, they played, what, Illinois? Was it Illinois last week? Yeah, they. Yeah. I think they came. They, they did. They, they, played, they, they right. later played. They start off pretty slow, I believe. They right? did. And, and they, they the blew score, them out. The so. score, you know, it's like um, the Illini made a couple runs there. Like yeah, they, they, they did. made a couple of good. And I think Michigan was thinking they would just coast through it. And so I was um, not surprised. But anyway, I was kind of underwhelmed by Michigan's performance despite the final score. I'm going with Penn State all the way. They're really making a – a long, like long game comeback over the years, and I'm happy about that. Yeah, I'm going Penn State too, and uh, I think um, I don't know. I, I, you know, if it were at uh, in Ann Arbor, I'd probably go with uh, the Wolverines, but I'm I'm going with Penn State. They got a good football team. This is a big game in a Big Ten, though. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, uh, let's do one more real quick. Tulane at Memphis, and um, who you got? Always going with the Memphis Tigers. Love my Tigers. I'll I'll do that, too. (laughs) All right, I'm going with Memphis, too. Tulane, I think, has only lost one game this year. They're they're better than their normal thing. Uh, Memphis uh, stumbled once or twice, but they're home. Memphis has a good program, and I'm going Memphis, so anyway. Yeah, the green wave's not going to get it done this time. All right. Uh, let's take a short break, and we'll be right back to talk about the, just a couple of those other games around the country, but mainly about Bama and Tennessee. You're in the Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, I'm Sarah Patterson, and you're listening to The Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We are in the middle of Fearless Picks, and next up is Texas A&M and Ole Miss. Mark, who you got? Well, uh, you know, I'm going with, uh, this is kind of tough because all of a sudden Ole Miss is doing better, but I'm going Texas A&M. I think they got the better team. Uh, you know, they certainly, uh, 
their offense certainly gave Bama some fits last week. Um, you know, so I think I'm going with the Aggies. I'm also going with Texas A&M. I have, you know, I have liked Ole Miss all season, and I don't, <laughs> I don't anymore. I'm sticking with Texas A&M, and you'll notice on the big board I wrote A A and A N D M without the ampersand. I have issues with ampersands, but that's <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a logograph. I have all yeah. kinds of things about ampersands, but um, Isabel, how about you? I'm going with Texas A&M because I just think they're good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, next up, we got Florida State at Wake Forest. Now, I think this is causing some division among our, our yes, pickers here. Yes, it is. I'm going with FSU. I, I don't understand why. I'm, I'm going with you. I'm going with it. You know, Wake Forest is, is uh, you know, they play pretty well. FSU's got a down year, but uh, I, I still think FSU's got enough to, to beat Wake Forest in any given year. Yeah, um, I would love to hear George Brown's reasoning on this one, and I don't no, I can't remember if he emailed it to us or not. I'm sorry. He, he, uh, we'll probably get the uh, wrap-up from him. Uh, you know, on Sunday, we'll get a yeah. nice wrap-up from him that will include this game, I'm sure. We've so. got that 8 o'clock game. Yeah. We're going to skip that and come back to it. Um, did you pick Florida State? I've, I'm going with Florida State because I don't know what a Wake Forest is. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, I was sitting there like, um. <laughs> I don't know what a Wake Forest is. I love it. Yeah, that was not on the college tour. Yeah. Uh, next up is Arizona at USC. I hate it, but I got to pick USC. I don't like USC. Oh, yeah, we're going. We're, I'm Arizona all the way. I toured USC, and I am Arizona all the way, okay. is what I will say. All right, little, little USC, little Trojan hate going on That's here. It. That is a fearless uh, pick. You know, I'm sure. going USC, though, just because I think they're going to win it at home, uh, although that doesn't mean a whole lot in past years with the with USC. USC used to win everything at home years and years ago. They no longer are that program, that kind of program, but I still think they got enough to beat Arizona, so we'll see. All right, last we got – well, not last, next to last, Boise State at BYU. I'm going with Boise State. BYU's not very good this year, yep. I don't think. I don't know, so <laughs> I'm going with Boise. Wait, who'd you go with? Boise State. I'll go with Boise State. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Boise State. Uh, I, I was going to call them the men in blue, uh, but this game oh, yeah. isn't at their stadium. Their home stadium is that blue field, which I cannot stand. Yes, Isabel is not a football person, uh, but you would know if I said they're the ones uh, yeah. with the blue field. I, yes. Yeah, I, I I have many times called the style cops on them mm -hmm. uh, when they're that. I, there have been times when they played in blue plant, pants on the blue field. It's like Smurfy um, up in there. It's very yeah, Smurfy. it's Smurf. It's smurfed them. Should it we really mention um, West Virginia and Oklahoma? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they're playing this week. They're not on the big board. Um, Just feel like they deserve some credit. But yeah. you want to talk yeah. about Jalen, right? Because we I do Jaylen. like Jalen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. West Virginia's offense is just not very good this year. I have not seen a lot from them, but Jalen is just, you know, he well, he finally threw an interception. It had to he happen did. eventually. It had to happen. Uh, two it did, too. Same two way. Two. Right. It's yeah. like they were on the same plane or something. That was that was interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks yeah. for reminding us about that, Isabella. I I did want to just mention that game because I think it's got to be a blowout. Yeah, I, I really do. I do too. Now the big one. We yeah. got Bama tonight at eight o'clock. Mark, you won yeah. the game. Well, yes, and Bright Denny's going to be rocking. It is. And uh, the uh, I think that. Uh, uh, I, you know, I don't think it's going to be a game. No. <laughs> I, think, I think Bama's going to blow this team out, and I believe they're actually going to blow them out in the first half. I, I think that, you know, a lot of times I, I kind of uh, 
you know, look at a game, a big SEC rivalry, and go, well, it's going to be close the first half. But this one, you know, Bama's had a history recently other than the uh, Rocky block, which we can talk about uh, in 2009. But otherwise, Bama blows them out early and often, and I think that's exactly what's going to happen tonight. Although Tennessee, you know, they, they beat Mississippi State last week. Their defense showed up, and Pruitt's a pretty good defensive coach. But I just I think they're going to get overwhelmed early and often. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I think so, too. It, Brian Denny is going to be rocking. And quick shout-out to UAPD and TPD for keeping everyone safe. And these night games can get pretty raucous. Let's just face it. That's the way they are. Um, and I feel like you're right. Bama's going to – I think my score is – I don't know that I put it on the board, but it's going to be around – 59-6, and I think 59 might be conservative. I'm looking at a basketball score for us. <laughs> I think it's yeah. going to be 59, though. That sounds high, but um, it's funny. I tend to celebrate this week because Tennessee historically has been such a great team to play. And I'm kind of sad that they're – I don't think – you know, I'm sad this game's not going to be close. I kind of miss that. Um, we have – let's – just be honest, fairly coasted into the season so far. And things are about to get really rocky up in here after Rocky Top. <laughs> right. It's about to get a little bit crazy. Uh, and I do worry about LSU coming down the pipe, but I'm not worried about tonight, uh, 8 o'clock. Bryant-Denny may be somewhat orange, but uh, oh, and we got the new lights in the stadium, the new LED yeah. lights. Those are pretty. Yeah. That should be great. Those are going to be know? fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm picking Alabama um, with respect to Tennessee um, because I'm, I'm smart and I just feel like I have to know much about football <laughs> to put right. that together. That's true. Yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think I put on the big board a score 52 to uh, 10 or something like that, and I think it'll be about that. Uh, you may be more accurate with 59, um, but uh, it's uh, or you know or something can as we said anything's possible in football. You, you know? mentioned earlier on Ball Nation that there was a, a hypothetical dream thread about what if Tennessee yeah, beat what, Alabama. Yeah, they are. There's some optimism. Is that what it was called? Is well, that yeah. would be very respectful of yeah. them. <laughs> there's, some, there's some big time <laughs> optimists on Ball Nation, <laughs> and then there's some others who come in and uh, more realistic fans on there who say, uh, you know, we have no chance, no chance whatsoever. So. Um, so we'll see. But Tennessee is so – their fans are so hungry for a win in this series. I mean, think about it. When you've lost 12 straight to your rival, uh, that's pretty difficult to deal with. And, yeah, it is true. As Bama fans, we are totally obnoxious now. And so uh, – uh, just... Except for Isabel, who has a good perspective <laughs> on this. But I, I I enjoy losing all perspective, frankly, uh, when it comes to the Vols. I don't like their orange. I don't like their team. I mean, I will say this. <laughs> Isabel made a really good point, though. Mark's These players up. respect each other big time. They do. They know what it sure. takes, and they know what they have to go through, and they know how hard it is to be an athlete and still have a full-time uh, schedule in school. So that's uh, – uh, lots of respect between the players, but we fans are allowed to to eat the rat poison. We're as saving yeah. we're allowed to, uh, um, you know, we're allowed to get overconfident, and I'm totally overconfident. And be a little pukey that. about being inside that orange pumpkin. Um, I feel like Bama's passing attack has been incredible. It's been so much fun to watch. Like they're turning these ten yard plays into like sixty yard plays. You know, it's just it's really fun. Yeah. Um, we. Again, I guess it's just because of my background and growing up with these offenses that weren't like this. It's just been just really fun to watch. Yeah. And also, another thing I'm watching on a loop is going to be the, um, that is, orange is just not a color you can sit with video. <laughs> 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 Which was actually done by one of um, Dr. Chandra Clark 
takes students for a class in JCM. That's yeah. that video that went viral, but it, it resurfaces every year. And um, the poor gentleman that was interviewed has to get tracked down by the media every, every year. year. You know, I that know. is probably not what he thought his legacy would be no. here at the university. Um, but it is. But it is. The video it will live forever. Much. But it's just such a descriptive way. I mean, he's right inside of an orange pumpkin, uh -huh. construction workers convention, all of the things he says well, to me, are so dead it's, on. It's the, it's the tone of the orange. In other words, I like Texas orange, the longhorns, the, the burn orange, yeah, yeah. darker orange. Mm -hmm. I don't like Nebraska's yep. big red. I think I made that clear. Oh. But I like Bama's crimson because it's darker yes. mm -hmm. and it's crimson. And I, so it's the tone, you know. Yeah, like, it. I'm not totally against orange. I am really against, as yeah, as the guy says in the video, the pumpkin. Inside of a pumpkin orange. Inside of a pumpkin <laughs> orange. So, well, it's uh, just, you know, Tennessee, you know, Florida, Syracuse, all those loud screaming oranges hurt my head. I don't want to look at them. They hurt my head. Yeah. It's not so, fun. Hey, yeah. I'm sure the Tennessee, they remember when they, you know, back when they were winning, they called us the red team or something, you know, yeah. which really insulted Bama fans for not using the word crimson, you yes. know, that red team somehow was pejorative. That they red just, team, yeah. Yeah. So, Students, they were so, very condescending for a long time. They so were. It's important to know that Tennessee Hate Week sprung out of somewhere. It didn't, it didn't yeah. come from nothing. We, we didn't just decide one day to be hateful. No. But thanks to Isabel for trying to teach us tolerance and call it. Happy Tennessee Tolerance Tennessee Week. Yeah. Tolerance Tennessee week. Tolerance Week, no question. And, uh, <laughs> And hey, it's all in good fun. Yeah. Uh, nobody yes. really hates anybody. Well, nope. they shouldn't anyway. We don't, I know. So, uh, totally respect, yep. but uh, uh, Bama's going to blow them out. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, it's going to be a fun game and a night game. So, we hope to see everybody tonight at 8 o'clock at Bryant Denny. Yeah. And also, shout out to the Crimson Whites, which has a reunion today, all yes. day here. Uh, as well as, uh, you know, yesterday they were all day reunion and about 50 former Crimson White alums uh, here and former uh, uh, journalism alums as well yeah. from the JCM uh, department. Uh, so just uh, great to have them here in town again. We are two of the CW alums and very proud to be, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. We're really proud of it. One more thank you before we go. Thanks to Terry Siggers, who's the GM of the station for mixing the show. Terry, we appreciate you and you don't get enough shout outs, so thank you. We Absolutely. certainly hate Tennessee, but we do not hate Terry. Yes, we love <laughs> Terry, no question. Well, it's time for us to go. We got a game. We got games to go watch and we got games to get to. Um, thanks for joining us in the Skybox. We'll see you next, or excuse me, we'll, you'll hear us next week on Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.